there was a scholar of the law who stood up to test Jesus. The Gospel of Luke was not some thrown together random set of stories. No, there was a specific set and order that Luke was trying to present. In fact, just before our reading today, Jesus is talking to his disciples and he says, Blessed are the eyes that see what you see. For I say to you, many prophets and kings desired to see what you see, but did not see it, and to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. Then we immediately have the start of the gospel for today. And we have this scribe, a scholar, who appears to be among the disciples. So why does he ask the question that he does? He is searching for something. I think that he thought that something was not some thing, but someone. He quickly had the answer he was looking for. But as the gospel goes on to say, he was looking to justify his own positions. This probably means he was not among the 72 closest disciples that Jesus sent out on mission. But he was, around, he was hanging around this young rabbi named Jesus because he saw something and knew it was worthwhile. I do not think we should challenge his faith quite as harshly as has been done in the past. Yes, he was seeking to justify himself. The gospel is clear about that. But honestly, we cannot be sure what his reasons were for asking his questions. I want to return to the quote from Jesus that is just before our reading today. Blessed are the eyes that see what you see. I think this scribe, as a budding disciple, wanted to see what all the other disciples saw. He was obviously in love with God. He quoted the two greatest commandments that Jesus would put together in Matthew's Gospel. But here it is on the lips of the scribe, someone who studied the ways of God, and he simply wanted to know more. How many times has that happened to you? How many times have you wished that Jesus would come to explain something a little bit further for you? Jesus does explain to the scribe in a way that challenges him and has challenged Christians ever since. Let me explain a little more. From what, we see in the, from what I see in the Gospels, especially in this particular Gospel, there are three different types of leadership in the Jewish faith in Jesus' day. There are those who are called priests, who were the descendants of Aaron, the first high priest. There were the Levites, and they were part of the tribe of Levi, out of which came Aaron and the high priestly class. But Aaron was also from the clan of Levi. Aaron's family and the high priests were just a sub-clan. Now, the way I understand it, the scribes could have come from any of the twelve tribes of Israel. If they wanted to study the law and try to lead a holy life, they were certainly encouraged to do so. There were, all, there were so many of them that they became a third part of the religious structure of the day. Now, I also want to recognize that there were different political parties. The Pharisees and the Sadducees were chief among them, but those particular political parties, again as I understand it, had more to do with the social life or social politic than the spiritual side. Yes, there are some spiritual differences between the two parties, but we can quickly get lost in all the nuances. So I don't want to go any deeper in than that, because you also have other groups like the Essenes and the Zealots. And you thought we had a mess with the Democrats and the Republicans. <laughs> so, back to our story. I believe the scribe was seriously looking for answers to his faith questions. He saw in Jesus a reason for new hope. If you ask me, I think the scribe has received a bit of a bad reputation for asking Jesus for clarification. 
He may have been in a difficult position because of what he was learning. He knew that love of God and love of neighbor were the primary points of reference for their faith. He had figured that part out. He may have been something like the rich young man who walked away from Jesus because Jesus said, sell what you have and follow me. And this is the point I really want to highlight. This scribe and the rich young man are far more alike than any other two seekers that we have in the Gospels. Look at what Jesus said to the rich young man. Sell what you have and give to the poor. What did the Good Samaritan do? He gave to a man who was also poor because of robbers. Therefore, I think the rich young man and the scribe are very much alike. So we must turn the question to ourselves. How do we read those two great commandments? Will we react with religious indifference like the priest and the Levite? Will we react like the rich young man who walked away sad? We don't hear how the scribe reacted, but I am willing to guess, because I think he was a disciple, that he followed Jesus. We can all too easily find ourselves in a position of religious indifference, thinking that we have it all figured out and we don't need to reach out to others to draw them into the faith. It is not just about being a good Samaritan. Because we have seen what kings and prophets long to see, we have a responsibility to share the faith in addition to people who act in faith and love for the sake of our neighbors, whom they may, whoever may they, they may be, even at the cost of everything we have and are. So we pray. Jesus, you have given us the eyes of faith. You have filled us with the ability to understand the gifts you have given. Help us to rejoice in those gifts for ourselves and help us to make ourselves available to give those gifts freely to those around us. You have commissioned us to evangelize the world. Give us the strength of the 72 and help us to be more than a good Samaritan for the sake of those who need you and do not know it. Amen.